Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at ritual.com slash prenatal. Star Wars 7 by 7 episode 2351. In thinking about the possibility of other Jedi or other light side force users who could come to Grogu's aid in The Mandalorian, the list is actually reduced by another factor, and it's something that Ahsoka Tano mentioned briefly in her episode, The Jedi, Chapter 13, and we will discuss that today. Punch it! <laughs> Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy, and thank you so much for joining me for it. So the thing that Ahsoka Tano says in chapter 14, 13, chapter 13 of The Mandalorian, excuse me, entitled The Jedi, or season 2, episode 5, if you prefer, the thing that she says in that episode that bears on our discussion today is the comment about Grogu and not wanting to train him because of the fear in him and saying that it's better to let his powers fade. Now, because of the fact that we know so little about Yoda's species, it seems like that's not a comment that she could make with thoughts of his species in mind specifically. So it's not that whatever that species is, that force powers will fade over time for that particular species. The more logical answer is to suggest that people who are born with force-wielding capacity have the ability to do it, but lose it over time. And particularly, or especially, if they are identified at a young age, like the Jedi Order used to do, then they're able to develop it, but it presumes, or at least suggests, I guess, that by you know, the time they get older, if they hadn't been identified by the Jedi and they hadn't been brought in to train, that they essentially lose their powers. Or maybe it looks like something like what Han Solo had, just to throw out an example, where certainly we don't identify him as a Force user, and yet there's a certain flow state and a certain ability that he is able to access with his piloting skills, right? So, you know, maybe there's a little something to that, potentially. But Ultimately, what Ahsoka is saying is that you have the ability to become a Jedi, to become a significant light side force-wielding user if you're identified early enough and your powers are trained early enough. But if that doesn't happen, then you will not become that. And so this puts me in mind of the lists of Force-sensitive children that the Jedi Order had. And then later, after the fall of the Republic and the rise of the Galactic Empire, the Empire was hunting these children. The Inquisitorius was hunting these children. They were trying to capture them and do nefarious things with them, right? And, you know, there was a holocron that we talked about earlier this week, actually, that was part of the subject matter of the Jedi Fallen Order video game series storytelling. But the logical conclusion of Sokotano's statement is that if those kids, if those Force-sensitive children that they had the list of, if those children never received training in the Force, then their Force abilities should have faded over time, which means that they are not going to be viable candidates for becoming Jedi, and therefore, 
as we arrive at the 10 ABY timeline moment that we are in right now with the Mandalorian, none of the children that are on that list of force sensitive children or that were on those lists that were maintained, none of them should be candidates for being able to come to help. So that means that the list that we talked about earlier this week about Jedi who might be available out there to come assist, that list is pretty much the same list unless unless in the intervening time period, say for example, Seer Junda and Cal Kestis were able to find a couple of other Force-sensitive people, connect with a couple of other Force-sensitive people, and train them, that Seer was able to train Cal further, Cal was able to train someone else, Seer was able to train someone else, or multiple someone else's, like that would be an example where, okay, yeah, maybe there could be some expansion of things potentially, but really, ultimately, the list is very, very small. And, you know, it would be great if they introduced someone new. I, I would really really dig that personally. I mean, yes, there's a wonderful bit of, you know, fan service that could be done by bringing in an established character, certainly, and, you know, I'm sure that would cause its own particular type of joy, too, but the notion of expanding things further, I think, is kind of exciting to me, personally, at least. Um, I think this theory works well except for one particular hole in it that I'm not sure about and would love to hear what you think about that and I will share that with you in just a second. Before we do that though I just want to give you again the quick reminder or maybe you haven't heard any of the episodes yet and you're just binge listening and <laughs> maybe this is the first time but the Marine Corps Toys for Tots Foundation at toysfortots.org is collecting toys for their big annual holiday fundraising situation to try to help families in need across the United States in Puerto Rico, the Virgin Islands, other U.S. territories. They have been doing this for so many years. Last year, they helped more than 800 communities across all 50 states and those other territories in the District of Columbia. And if you are able to make a donation, whether it's to the national organization or to local groups that are coordinating with the national organization, if you are able to bring a little magic to children and families in need this holiday season, that would be wonderful. Again, that is toysfortots.org to learn more. So here is the one... I don't know if it's a potential hole in my theory about this or if it speaks to the time frame of powers fading. And that is the example of Luke Skywalker, who is 19 years old when he gets his first training from Obi-Wan Kenobi and who is 22 years old when he gets some more intensive training from Yoda. So clearly his Jedi powers did not fade to the degree that it's suggested that they can fade by Ahsoka, he was able to access Jedi powers and become powerful enough to take on Darth Vader. So maybe there are extenuating circumstances, like for example, because he's the child of the Chosen One, so maybe his midichlorian count is high enough that his powers would stay in place for longer, or maybe they got to him just in time, maybe powers wouldn't fade until he turned 21, but because they got him rolling at 19, it worked out okay. You know, maybe there are other ways to explain around this without it invalidating, but Anyway, that is what I am considering in terms of the Jedi who are left out in the galaxy to potentially come to Grogu's aid and the Mandalorian's aid for that matter. And that is where we're going to leave things for the show today. Thank you so much for joining me for it, as always, and may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Now 
Marvel Seven by Seven is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and/or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2020 by Star Wars Seven by Seven. We hope you love it. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.